here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening. What happened there, buddy? Oh, I hit the uh, mute button on my microphone because uh, a loud truck was going yeah, by. Yeah, I did hear it a little bit. I was like, what is this about to be? But I wasn't going to comment because I didn't <laughs> want to fucking hear it from you. Yeah, so I uh, I, I muted it to try to uh, not have you hear it. I uh, um, So you, you sent me a picture today, unsolicited. <laughs> I have a question. At any point yeah. today, did I say, hey, send me a picture of the gaping hole in your back? Ah, uh, it's not gaping in what I sent you, though. I mean, but, like, it's a big hole on your back. Yeah, it's a pretty big hole. What is it? Um, there was a, 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 a mole they took out. How big was the mole? Like, the size it, of a quarter? Was it a Susan B. Anthony doll? Like, uh, <laughs> no, it really wasn't that big. It was, it was, I don't know, maybe the size of a pea? You, I don't know why I know this about you, but I'm going to say, you have a lot of moles, right? Yes, you're, you're like I've seen you at at at, at pools and and such. Yeah, you have uh, m- moles and stuff. What was different about this one? Why did this um, one need to be removed? Well, so okay, so I I haven't done a body check in years, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't been into a dermatologist. And by the way, the anesthesia is just starting to wear off. Okay, not anesthesia. Is it anesthesia? Sure, I don't know. Who cares? The lidocaine, something. The, the lidocaine, whatever. It's just it's, it fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. It's really starting to hurt right now. Oh. Um, Do you think it's because they took the skin on your back and fused it to the other skin below it, but there used to be something to connect that skin, and now it's just tighter? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah. Think, All right, I yeah. I think that's the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't that big, but they, they biopsied it about a month ago, and then it's not cancer, but they decided they didn't like it, and they wanted to uh, to scoop it out of there. What does that mean? I'd be like, what do you mean you don't like it? It's not cancer. <laughs> I mean, they gave me a word for it, and it was medical, and it was long. Sounds like discrimination. It. it might be. I, that wasn't the word that they called it. But. I'd write a Yelp review against this doctor. I'd be like, they are discriminating against uh, a mole on my back. They just said they do not like it for its views. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and and so my dad has had this. T- my dad has had melanoma before mm-hmm. that they've had to take out of him. Mm-hmm. And then what I had done today, they he's had that once. Or he's had that a couple times. Yeah. And so they asked me today when they were about ready to go. They're like, would you rather us just take... You know what we see out, mm-hmm. or, or go do you deeper? Wanna, yeah, or do you want to be careful and and take more? And did you yell deeper, deeper? Is that deeper. what you did? Uh, yeah, I said take more. You're listening to this is happening. Opening with a real barn burner of a topic today. Ryan had a mole <laughs> removed. You should have seen the chunk of skin. Jesus Christ, Ryan. This is like, you know when you have an old relative and all they do is get fucking surgeries and you're like, Grammy, what's going on? She's like, oh, honey, I was just, well, I, you know, my hip, it's made out of fucking dicks and stuff and I had to have it (laughs) fixed and... And now I, uh, you know, I got to go to the doctor. Uh, you got to wait in these waiting rooms. It's always like, what are you doing in there? And it's like, you can't make them wait. It's so hard to get an appointment. And you're like, there was oh. a day when you would have really yelled at me if I had not talked about this. Bro. If we had if, if, if we had gone there today and you're like, Ryan, how are you? And I'm like, actually, I'm starting to be in some pretty tremendous pain because there's a, a five centimeter hole in my back. Well, that would have been, and then I would have said, what happened? You would have been like, oh, mole removed. I would have been like, is it cancer? And you would have said, no. And I, and then we would have gone through it, but you just announced all these things, so I couldn't even draw it out. Not to mention, I, again, what really we should be talking about is how I said, how'd the whole mole thing go? And you said, just got home, it's okay. And then sent me a photo that I guess, <laughs> did you make them take this of you? No, they want, okay, so they wanted to take it um, for, for their the website. File. Yes. Yeah. Probably for the website. Yeah. Yeah. But no, they took it because they have my the, my file on a like an iPad on a tablet, mm-hmm. and so they took the picture and added it to the file. And they left the tablet when I was getting dressed. They had left the tablet sitting on the counter, and so I took a picture of the picture. Have you given any thought to shaving your back? Uh, I I have yes, and and I do actually shave it pretty a couple times a year. Yeah. It was, it's in need of it. Yeah. yeah. 
This is, this is, do you know, I'm just sitting at home and I gotta be honest, I was having a hell of a day. I was having one of those days where Simone wasn't taking a nap, work was pissing me off. I was, I was, I have been, and everyone should know listening to this, I have been in a just foul mood all day. (laughs) All right. Just really pissed. Like, like to the point where I even was like looking at Simone when she wasn't napping and luckily she was able to like, I didn't get mad at her cause she's just a baby and I love her more than anything. But yeah. even then I was like teetering on like, like Sarah came downstairs today and was like, do you want to talk? And she started asking me questions. I literally said to her, babe, I love you. Okay. I love you so much. But like, if you keep talking to me, we're going to have a problem because I'm in such a bad mood. Oh, boy. I just need you to, like, I need to go upstairs, and I don't want to be asked any questions. So right. I was in a shitty mood today. Yeah. I, I was at least, you know, enough to recognize it and not take it out on anyone. Anyway, my co-host is like, here's a fucking wound on my body. <laughs> Look at it. I mean, it. it's not, yeah, but it's not bloody. What it's cleaned. To do with this? It, it, it's cleaned. I just just to give you scale of like like when I said I would have a mole removed, mm-hmm. you probably were like, oh, a tiny little mole, like like nothing, right? This is you like know? an inch. I'd say it's like an inch big. I mean, they said it's five centimeters. All right, let's uh, do the conversion on that. Y- yeah, I, I haven't done the conversion. Cm to inches. I'm gonna guess inch, and it is two inches. Woo! That's a pretty big. That's a pretty big cut in the back. Yeah, yeah. Did a real doctor do the... Uh, yes. Doctor... What was the doctor's last name? Oh, God, why Why are you doing this to me? Um, so you don't even know the doctor that I did the surgery? I forgot. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Because like, it's not... Because there's one doctor that I go see, and this is somebody that I normally didn't see, and I kept forgetting her name over and over again. Okay, so you don't even know who put a two-inch hole in your back. Uh, no. Okay. All right. That's by the way, that sounds like also also you would say the same thing if somebody stabbed you on the subway. You would be like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who did this. It's pretty fucked though. It hurts a lot. Uh speaking I, of, it, it will it will just hold on. It will come to me, I promise. I I gotta be honest. I mean this in the nicest way. No one listening cares. We've already we're already past it. Well, no one cares. I just thought I thought it would be a throwaway line. I'm really just pivoting to this Dr. Oz topic. Oh, I'm not done talking about my back. You're oh, trying to get away from it. Oh God, what, what? No, just, just, uh, uh, dude. The, first of all, there's a couple different things, and I, do, when this is going on, something like this is going on. Do you want to see it or do you not want to see it? No, I don't need to see it. I don't like. I mean, I, I don't know. Because I definitely did not want to see. Did they it. give you the option? Accidentally, yes. What do you mean? Because I'm, like, I'm going to send you. Is, I, I, are I'm you about send to send me a photo no, with blood? No, I'm going to send you another photo. I don't want to. That that I took and I sent to Lauren right before. Am I supposed the, to tweet these? What am I doing no, with these? Photos? No, I'm just sending well, you for reference. I feel so like you'll it's understand. unfair to the at home audience that may want to see your disgusting shit. Okay, if you if you want to, I just sent you the picture, and it's of me in my gown. Uh huh. Before we get started, it and looks there's like a, there's a woman over your shoulder, right? Looking. Yes. Oh, but you could see off that reflection or something. Correct. Yes, and so like it's this giant poster that they lay you down in front of. That's an advertisement for some sort of skincare product. Uh-huh. And then when you look up, like, and you look at the poster, the glass from it, you have a clear, like, a perfect clear reflection. So did you just close your eyes? Doing. Yeah, I just put yeah. Now. W- I've never been I, – I don't think I would want to see. I don't think I would want to see it at all. I, I saw when they when they finally, like, did the final cut, and it was like it was one big chunk that they brought up, and I saw it move over, and uh, I was horrified. Uh, uh, dude, they, like, put it on the table next to you? Uh, Yeah, they put it in a uh, – uh, what do you call it? Like, to get sent off to the lab. Do you think – I have a question about medical waste. Would, are you allowed to be like, no, I want that. Give it to me. I thought I thought about it. What would um, you have I, done with it? <laughs> saved it. I have my wisdom teeth. Why? I don't know why, but I still have them. For what? Are you going to plant them in the ground and grow another you? Like I don't understand <laughs> what. What's your plan with your jar of teeth? I, I just for some reason I kept them. And oh, it was it was um Doctor Fisher by the way. Oh okay, yep. good. Everyone at home, take notes. Uh, so what are you? I don't have my wisdom teeth. I might have my front teeth because I don't have my front teeth. I may have my front teeth somewhere, but I'm not entirely sure. 
Okay. Um, I want to be clear. I have implants. I'm not walking around like a like a moron with yeah. no front teeth. Um, but so so you you <laughs> you would have kept it. I thought it would. Now here's the thing. Let's say it was just a piece of skin, right? Yeah. Well, the skin would would uh, disintegrate and like you know shrivel up and. Not for what I'm asking. Not for what I'm about to ask. Would you okay. give any thought to like making it in a meal, some type of dish? Oh, to try yourself. human flesh. Yeah. Mm. No. Okay. What about for if is there an amount of money where I could have convinced you to do it? No. Do you remember? Do you remember when Chris Stanley was on last? I told you guys about the movie that my friend made me watch on Netflix. The uh, platform. Oh, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. But there was one. There's one part of the movie where uh, they get to a place where there's no food, and so the one guy ties the other guy down and keeps him alive, and just takes chunk after chunk off him to eat him. That's dark. Yeah. Was, yeah. I don't think I would like that at all. It was. It was a really fucked up movie. Yeah, I don't like that one bit. And you don't see it. You don't necessarily don't see it. They show a little bit. It's not graphic what they show, but the idea enough is it's just. Gets I don't in like your it. Head. But this would be different. You would just take it home and be like takeout, or it'd be like cook at home. Like, like what a would you do? Pizza. Would you would you boil it, grill it, fry it, saute? I it? think I would. I think I would steam it. Okay, if I had. So we're talking about a two inch piece of my own flesh that i have decided i want to eat I think and, and I, I also i also want to stay before we go any i've already decided i would not do this <laughs> okay but like i think i'd have to sear it or some type of yeah. like yeah but a two it's like you could just have one bite no i don't i, I, I don't i, I mean, hey you thought, wanted to keep talking about this i didn't want to talk about cannibalism i don't know i wanted to talk about like what it feels like to get stitches okay what does it feel like weird like when they're like tugging on the rope and you can feel it i've never been awake for stitches i've gotten yeah it's just like dude this is just like there was there was lots of people working and i could feel them cutting and you can hear snipping like you could hear the snipping you could hear the flesh going away but you couldn't feel anything you could feel the pressure and then i looked once and i didn't realize you know like they had said um basically i was bleeding a lot and and then I looked back and I went, holy cow. <laughs> Yo, one time Sarah had to have a mole removed from her leg. I mean, literally, it was like, it was tiny. And it yeah. might be, it might have been cancerous. Okay. First of all, a week prior. Uh, let me see if she is available. All right, I, th- I texted her. I think she is. She's going to come up. But there was this, 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 she had a mole that was like, I mean, it was, oh, here she is, Sarah. Hi. Um, do you remember that time that you got a mole, rem- that you told me you had, you called me at work, told me you had skin cancer. Yeah. And cried. Yeah, I did have skin cancer. Okay, but it was, it was, would you say it was, Ryan, it was, it was, it was like one fourth the size, it was, the, it was like a screw top. It okay. Was, it was like not, a, the, not the screw top a screw of a bottle. Top. I mean, literal like like a, the top of a screw. like a nail. But it was okay. Like, okay. But it was like jet black. Okay. So anyway, she's like, and, I, and they t- so they did they like remove it right away, or the biopsy just took it out. So I remember that I remember this doctor. The Mark was like, oh, he's great. You should go see him. He's so great. And I went, and this guy <laughs> is like a quack and is acting super weird, and he looks at my leg, and he just like looks at, it and he's like, ah. Yeah, that looks, that's cancer. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he like, I don't remember what, I think he, what do they do, scrape it and send yeah, it? some shit like that. And then, Well, so like when, when mine, the one that they took out today, when they did mine, they did like a, like a you know, like you, you can punch a cigar, a hole punch in a cigar. Mm-hmm. They basically did that to biopsy me. I don't remember how they biopsied mine, but basically. None of this is important. Okay. You guys what? are talking about moles on the radio. It's fucking gross. <laughs> okay. What I wanted to explain was a week later, Sarah's going to get this mole removed. Yes. Now at the have time. surgery. Yeah. Surgery. She kept, she kept telling me she had to have surgery. And I made yeah. you take a day off of work. Yeah. She made me take a day <laughs> off of work. We were not living together at the time. I go, I show up. At this doctor, we were meeting at the doctor's office. Again, I had to take a day off. I did not know what this entailed. All not a half day, a full day, because probably the surgery was at 9 it was in the morning. a full goddamn day, Ryan. Not to yeah. mention, all Sarah told me was that she was having surgery. So I was like, oh, shit, this is very serious. I get there. 
Her mother and father. Are, no, oh, it was just Carol. It, okay, her mother. There was a, there was a second person there. I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was your grandmother. I don't know who it was. There was two. They were there in the waiting room, like we were sitting fucking vigil. Okay, and and the whole like it was. I remember it being like a relatively small waiting room, and my mother was there. And he says there was a second person. I don't remember that. And there, I just remember so many grocery bags. And a gift like for her to recover. Like yeah. here, you're not going to be able to shop for yourself. Here's a gift. We, Here's it, some bags. They I, brought them to the doctor's office. Yeah, because Mark was going to take me home. He bo- didn't you book a car to take me home? Because it was Your on the. Did. Your mom booked a car, which at the time Uber or something was very new. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I wasn't going to be able to walk because it was on a weird part of my leg. It was like the yeah, that makes of my that, leg. that that makes total sense. That's yeah. what I was going to ask. So they took over like the whole waiting rooms, like filled with. I mean, Mark is not wrong. It, they basically did sit vigil. This shit was embarrassing. Okay. I walked into a dermatologist's office where Sarah's mom was like a black veil short of being in mourning. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. So then they bring me into the room. Has, my daughter has cancer. They bring me into the room. Do you want me to tell this part? Sure. Go ahead. And they, they ba- so I just had like local anesthetic. Like, I don't know yeah. about you. No, that's all. That's all. It hurt like hell, but that's what I got. So, yeah. yeah. And like they put up, I remember them putting up like a sheet so I couldn't see what they were doing. And I was being like very dramatic about it. And the nurse at one point goes, um, okay, so like we're sewing you up. Do you have anyone to, to, to take you home? Because you're not really going to be able to walk. Like the skin on your legs going to be super tight, whatever. And I was like, yeah. Yes. Like my mom and my boyfriend are here. And she was like, oh, you're the one that's got everybody in the waiting room. And I remember her saying that and kind of laughing. Because it was stupid as shit. I'm sorry that people give a shit about me. And while we have Sarah and we're talking about lidocaine, Ryan, yeah. one time she had to have an ingrown toenail removed. Oh, that's that's some bad stuff. Okay. So they put, you know how, have you had that done ever? I have, I have had, I have had an ingrown toenail surgically removed on my, my left big toe and I've had them inject the lidocaine into that top knuckle on your big toe. It is the most painful thing you will ever experience. Oh, wow. My doctor did a really good job the times he's had to do it. I've had it done multiple times. Is someone about to side with me on this story? Which Uh, by the way, I was downstairs enjoying a glass of wine. I didn't know I was coming up here to just get like railroaded by this. Only there was no roaded on the end of that. Um, the <laughs> not not today. Yeah, no shit. So the uh, oh, this was at an urgent care place because I, I ignored it for then, too long and then while, couldn't walk. While Mark was like begging oh, me to make an appointment with a podiatrist, and I was like, I don't know. Sometimes I just lift the nail up and shove a piece of toilet paper under it, and it's fine. And he's like, that doesn't seem right at all. Yeah, that's not a good way. And then I was. I remember I was like straight up limping on 86th Street. And he was like, oh, my God, dude, let's just go to urgent care. So go ahead. So anyway, the doctor, I'm in the room with her. The doctor starts to put in the lidocaine to which Sarah, are you crying as this is happening? I'm I. okay. can I just let I have a condition um, where when I am extremely scared, I laugh uncontrollably like <laughs> paralyzed with laughter and it's like hideous laughter where i'm okay. like tears are but this cruella de vil cackles i'm picturing I, no, no she's really. just like crying and laughing but she's laughing so hard she can't breathe she find they start putting the lidocaine into her toe she just yells out oh my god oh my god oh my god is my toe going to explode because she thinks it is <laughs> filling I with fluid was, i said yeah my toe gonna pop she yeah. thought they were f- overfilling her foot with, I guess, oh, water, and it would literally explode off of her body. I mean, it was urgent care. They might have. To which point the doctor has to stop because the doctor laughing is so laughing so hard at this fucking moronic woman in front of her being like, are you going to explode my toe with your with your numbing juice? Uh, she goes, she goes, you need to get a hold of yourself because if I keep laughing, I might explode your toe. Like, please, please oh my God. get a hold of yourself. It was, I mean, it was horrible. Yeah, and her mom wasn't even in the waiting room with gifts after that one. We just had to leave. No, nobody cared. I got berated. and So in the end, uh, do, were you totally fine when you had your your mole removed? No, you're clearly forgetting what happened at night. Oh, that was that night? Yeah. Oh, uh, Sarah got some type of shot or, or whatever? No. Okay, first of all, let me explain it. Is, it happened is this to interesting me. to people? I don't know. So 
yeah, everyone should know that some local anesthetics have epinephrine in it. And sometimes when you put it in a part of your body, like your leg or your toe or whatever, it has to travel through your system to eventually get out, right? So it's in your bloodstream. Okay. And it's a very rare thing, but the doctor was like, oh, it's so rare I didn't mention it. Sometimes the, the epine- an epinephrine is an epi shot, right? So what happened was the epinephrine traveled through my body up took all day because it was coming up from my leg and then when it went into my heart i felt like i was having a heart attack oh wow. and my heart started pounding all of a sudden and it was terrifying do you know do you know what it's like to date a girl and all day she's been like my calf and then and you're like what that's a fucking mole. And then right. later in the night, she's like, I'm having a heart attack. And do, you remember, do you remember what I kept saying to you? No. Well, I kept saying, I think I'm, I think I'm going to swallow my own tongue. And oh, I made boy. you hold a glass of water with a straw for me all night long and walk me around because I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and then he still married me. When I had the the ingrown toenail, I was in high school and I lived with my grandparents at the time and they didn't really like I, I, you know, they weren't ready to take me to a doctor yet. They weren't ready to take me to the podiatrist because they felt that they could cure it at home and insisted um, they made me for several days every day, actually, for a little while, soak my my toe in milk and bread. Ew, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like a toe sandwich? They were making French toast out of your ingrown toenail? Yeah, they believed, you know, like that it, that the milk and the bread would cure the infection. Were your grandparents witch doctors? <laughs> Sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, and it was like, no, this is grandma. This is not going to work. There is no way that bread and milk is going to do a thing. The milk I, thing. I almost can get behind, but the bread... I just, like, what? They said it would suck out the poison. It would soak it up. I just saw, Sarah's Googling this now, and it said milk and bread to reduce infection, I saw as a potential Google, but. I mean, I'm sure it's some, like, old, you know, redneck depression cure. Stuff bread in your ear to cure ear earaches. Or an earache. Yeah. Earache. You're like, hey, Grammy, maybe we should go to a goddamn doctor? Like, why did they finally take you to one? Uh, I think it was, uh, it might have been my other grandmother that finally Did the gangrene finally set in and stink (laughs) up the house? It it was getting like that. I think it was, it was finally my other grandmother that took me. Well, Sarah, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, um, anytime. I'm going to go back downstairs and continue drinking. If you want to see the picture, Mark has a picture of what happened to me today. Um, I'm probably all set, but I'm, I hope you feel better. Thank you. Okay. Bye, buddy. Bye. Great. Great. You had a, a video you wanted to play. I did. And by the way, now I guess Fiona is joining us for the rest of the show. Oh, hey, Fiona. Blind Fiona hanging out. I did have Blind a video. Doctor. This is a real doctor, okay? This man is a real doctor. Mm-hmm. His name is Dr. Oz. Mm-hmm. We talked about him last week. He's running for Senate in Pennsylvania. And uh, he's just already doing stuff that makes him look like an asshole. <laughs> like, it's crazy to me. As I said last week... You have this dude who, like, I didn't necessarily totally respect Dr. Oz, but if somebody was like, you know, he's a real fucking doctor and does heart stuff, I'd be like, all right, well, great. Yeah. But then. He'd been he, to more school than I He have. releases videos like this, and I cannot stress enough how this music was already on this video. Last week, the Philadelphia Inquirer had me on their front page as Dr. Oz. This morning, they just announced no more doctors. Even though I'm a practicing physician, I'm taking care of patients, I've done thousands of heart surgeries. They don't want to call me doctor anymore. I won't be canceled. Okay, so when he says I won't be canceled, it comes across the screen in bold letters. I won't be canceled? What? Who is canceling you? You know what? We could cancel your cell phone noises. We could We could one time have a broadcast where they don't go off. That would true. be... Um, so... 
this is paid what's funny is on the bottom it says paid for by Dr. Oz for Senate. And I don't <laughs> recall it being spelled out as doctor last time. Hold on. Let me look oh, at the I end just of his- I just see the video now. I just I, I was doing a, a Google search for something else, and I see him. It's him holding up a, a, a copy of the Philadelphia Inquirer, walking through the Dunder Mifflin. Dunder yeah, Mifflin while while I guess uh, Kygo or somebody plays like last week yeah. the Philadelphia Inquirer. So basically, as I understand it, is there's like a bunch of weird style guides for newspapers. And the Philadelphia Inquirer referred to him as Dr. Oz in a headline because, you know, that's how everyone knows him. The problem, or not the but like a lot of papers don't necessarily refer to people as doctor, the first reference they make to them. The New York Times is one of them. They may call him Mr. Ryan Sampson or something like that. Okay. It also is complicated by the fact that there is another doctor, I believe, also running for Senate that they didn't refer to as doctor. So they were just like, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna just figure, we're gonna figure this out. Hey, do we want to hear Doctor Oz's thoughts on the new strain of coronavirus? I don't know what they are. Let's see. Uh, sure, let's do it. Let's see if what this doctor thinks. Omicron is a virus that has 50 mutations in it, 32 are in the spike protein. I've done my homework on it. We just don't know. We don't know if it's more contagious. We don't know if it's more likely to make you sick. We don't even know if it makes you more likely to get ill if you've been vaccinated. So in the face of a lot of unknowing, we don't just go snap decisions about big-time changes that will affect our economy, affect our people, and, and bring yes. fear to a population that's just getting out of the original COVID Fuck pandemic. Yeah. Give, I think me, go- give me your republicanism. <laughs> Give it to me. Slowly, with a calm hand, like you would in surgery, don't rush to decisions. And one thing I think we've seen a lot of is people who just don't know the answers start barking out authoritarian comments because it makes them seem like they're in control. But if you don't have a good understanding of what's going down, it just means you're making mistakes. Yes, Dr. Oz. I, yes. I, 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 I... I mean, I guess there's two different things. If you don't know what's going on and you see danger, there's either ignore the danger and headlong into it and see what happens. Just like fucking wait till there's more danger. Yeah. Or you slow down and see what the danger is all about. Hey, kids, kitchen's on fire. Go upstairs. (laughs) It's not the whole house. Yeah, it's not the whole. It's just the kitchen. We're not going to stop the business of the house just because we don't know what this fire is. I mean, yeah, like let's we don't know if it's going to spread outside the kitchen. Might be fine. Might just be a little kitchen fire. No, you know what it sounds like? The music sounds like what I just figured out, and I was looking online on YouTube somewhere to see if I can find it. But this is like the between-segment montage. That Like, he's going to do something about, like, heart disease, right? And he's like, people eat every day. But what really is good for you? Cheeseburgers? Eggs? Also, what is being canceled? Cancel, the word cancel and cancel culture sucks. It sucks so hard. And I say this out of the two of us, I think we can agree, as the one who believes in the idea of cancel culture far more than you do, right? Yes. Well, no, it's not that I don't believe in cancel culture. It's or, or the, it, it, it's that anyone who's always railing about being canceled always say that I've never seen a situation that it's not stop being an asshole to me while I'm being an asshole to others. All right. Yeah, I, 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 I like get- it's always it's whenever somebody's railing about being canceled, it's generally stop being a jerk to me while I'm being a jerk. My issue with uh, any type of cancel culture, and the thing is, I, I sort of always, it's always kind of the double edged sword because I'm like my my thing with cancel culture is you always have so many people that haven't actually been involved with the thing that they're bitching about. They've never watched it. Which is why we never talked about the Dave Chappelle special when that was going on with Netflix because I hadn't finished it at the time and Ryan hadn't seen it. But canceling, and especially Dr. uh, Dr. S saying I won't be canceled, is like, what is the fuck does that... Like, it's one of those words like woke and snowflake that is now just so ubiquitous with like... Stuff that it doesn't like. No one's canceling Doctor Oz. You're just calling. He's like, how dare they call me Mister Oz? I went to school. It's like I went. uh, I went to evil medical school. It's like when fucking Doctor Evil used to get pissed. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just a trigger word. Yeah, it's 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 like canceled is the new PC police, right? Yeah, like I'm not PC. I'm can't. It's just that. It's just it's just a uh, an evolution of an old theory. 
I didn't realize until recently that it was like a whole thing to be like, maybe this isn't politically correct. <laughs> like, oh, dude, no, that was like a, that was a big thing in the '90s. Everyone, everyone, like with the with the cancel culture today, that's exactly what it was in the '90s. Like, I don't care if it's not politically correct. I'm just being me. I'm just joking. Can't I, take a joke. I do think there's some there's some level of that should be okay. I mean, it's still it it still always comes down to don't be a jerk to me while I'm being a jerk, and it's and it's most of the time it's it's people not realizing that they're just being a total ass. No, my problem with cancel culture, and we've talked about this at length, is you we don't accept apologies as society. No, so and it's everything has to be a life sentence. Exactly. So that's the problem with cancel culture. But but the hypocrisy of this is that for all the people that rail against cancel culture, they're totally cool against using it. Like there's nobody, there's nobody and and thank him for not actually saying it so far, but there's nobody talking about the canceling of Chris Cuomo. I mean like if you want to say if you want to say that that there's a cancel culture and pointing out like they're canceling this guy how dare they everything that's happened to Chris Cuomo in the last 2 weeks is and, and no one no one's pointing that out I as don't an think example that's of cancel, cancel culture. culture. Really? No, cuz cuz here's the thing, CNN there, just fired him. There wasn't yeah. like a public up like I don't recall people well, like trending on Twitter like we need to cancel Chris Cuomo. We need to fire him. I'm sure some people wanted to. Some people are oh, yeah, dude, an issue. Yeah, dude, that was everywhere. But I didn't see that as CNN caving to public pressure. I saw it as, like, CNN being like, yeah, this is bad for a news organization. Well, you could say that other corporations... I mean, like, there have been publications that have suggested that other places he may have worked may have caved. Were we on one of them? Yes. (laughs) No, I mean, like, but they were, yeah, they were, there was a couple articles out there saying, uh, talking about his departure from his uh, Sirius XM show. Oh, I didn't know that he's no longer on Sirius XM. Oh, yeah. We said that uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, they basically said you shouldn't come back and he resigned. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Whoops. I mean, okay. That's uh I don't I like I who knows like that's just what was printed in one news source right like so who knows what their sourcing was and what it was that actually happened but I think it was the post Yeah the that, post that, said that it was due to the sexual misconduct claim Yeah Oh all right well okay I don't know if that's see the thing is when it's here's but, the but thing But you get what I'm saying though yeah. is that is that he definitely went through that cancel culture cycle and and everybody on the right that thinks that cancel culture is just such an awful thing is going right through it and celebrating of so course, it's, but that's it's, that's what they always do. It's it's much right. in the same way like when Alec Baldwin when the uh, Alec Baldwin in the uh, the the onset accident has been politicized to the point where it's like, ha ha, see, you were mean to the president, and now you killed a woman, and we're gonna like laugh about it. It's yeah. fucking crazy. But I, I don't think you can go cancel culture with sexual misconduct to be honest because that's an actual crime like if chris cuomo did those things that's a crime whereas yeah, but that's what they used is is the sort of go ahead i'll let you finish no i was just gonna say like like when dave Chappelle does a comedy special or when somebody you know calls somebody a word that's you know no longer in vogue to say it's sort of like okay you know what i mean like it's it's not nearly as bad it's just not they got down to the sexual misconduct allegation at a you know at what it was at ABC allegedly right and and um, but they should have fired him for you know crossing the lines with his brother. Well, CNN did that right, or they they did. Well, no, they, it was because of the sexual the the you know the sexual uh, allegation that he got fired. But they should have fired him. Like they shouldn't have even gotten that far. They should have fired him for crossing the line with his brother. Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway. that, yeah, cancel culture. Poor Doctor Oz. But Doctor Oz being canceled. What else is uh, going on? <laughs> um, I I saw something that there is another radio host out there that that posted something. Oh, Chad Dukes. I yes. know Chad Dukes. Do you? I know of Chad Dukes. Yeah, Chad yeah. Dukes. Uh, Chad Dukes was a big fan of uh, when I worked on the Open Anthony channel, like Open Anthony and Ron Fez and all that stuff. What did Chad well, we Dukes post? In this, we worked in the same cluster back in the day, in the same radio cluster, but I can't remember him. Okay. 
Like we were both hanging around CBS DC at the, or DC and Baltimore at the same time. All right, but but he he posted, um, and I'll, I'll look at the post that I sent you. And dude, the thing is, is that this so resonated with me because I've complained about this. Like he said it exactly like I've said it. I'm glad somebody else sort of um, identified it in this way. And I, if you're doing it on your show, we're sorry, we're we're, we're just copying you here. But I can't tell you. It basically said that how many, how often people will just find a fat, funny guy and say, oh my God, you look so much like him. To you? Oh, people do it to me. Not as much I since I've lost weight, but when I was really large, people used to do it to me all the fucking time. But here's like, the question. When I was in my 20s, mm, right? Mm. People always told me like, you look so much like Chris Farley. I'm like, no, I don't. He was just fat. He was just fat and funny. So wasn't that kind of like a compliment? No, that's the thing is I think people think it's a compliment and that's what he was saying on his post. It's so, it's like some people when you were going through the comments got like get way more fired up about it. Like I just sort of laugh and really dismiss the person because I'm like you'd have no idea you're being a total asshole. Why are they being an asshole? Because it's just like I don't like. Because they're saying hey this guy is a similar size as you. Yes, because it's people that like, like, like. Horatio, I got Horatio Sands a few times. Like, like, and it, and it goes with the pop, dude. Exactly, it goes with the popularity of who's funny and fat in that moment, right? So, so when I was, when I was, when I was, when he was, you know, just recently deceased, it was I would get Chris Farley a lot, and then when Horatio Sands was on SNL, I would get Horatio so, Sands. I was in the fucking cab. I was in a cab like a couple years ago bro you you kind of look like horatio sands i don't look like horatio Sands, dude i'm gonna fucking send you a picture of when horatio sands was fatter and i can imagine if you were fatter you would kind of look like him i mean there's pictures of me out there you can go find them it's not that hard to find old pictures of me brian you look you you, hold on like i don't look like horatio sands i i never looked like horatio sands dude I never look like Horatio Sands. Never. Ah, uh, I. D- How can you say you don't look like Horatio Sands? Because I don't. We don't look anything alike. What the fuck? Yes, you do. No. Hey, hold on. This is great. This is way. This is turning out way better than I hoped. You look. How can you? With okay, I and 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 you have to you have to do it without the beard. Okay, well, because at the time when it, when he was on Saturday Night Live, there was no beard. You put dude, any 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 guy with a beard, all guys look kind of the same with beards. All right, so I need to find a photo of Ryan Sampson, no beard. No Horatio Sands with no beard. Okay, Horatio Sands, no beard. Okay, hold on. Horatio Sands, no beard. I don't, I, especially, especially without the beard, I don't look like him. Do you feel like you kind of look like him with the beard? Do I feel like I, uh, hold on one second. I got one right here. You, yes, because with the beard, I feel like, I feel like everybody sort of looks the same. I don't know. I don't think Horatio San, he, you don't look that different. I just sent you a picture of the era when people said that I looked like him. <laughs> Where'd you send it? I just texted it to you. It's coming. Okay. Should ding right now. If you had your cell phone noise on, we'd know when you got it. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm looking at it. I mean, okay, hold on. Like, the picture I sent you is from the era when people, when he was on SNL, when yeah. people used to tell me that that I look like him. But you... And I, and, and yes, and you're right. In, in looking at pictures of him in current day, when he's got the beard, if you put me side by side... <laughs> I see it a little bit. It's but the not, hair and the glasses. I never wore glasses. Okay. You don't wear glasses? You've never worn glasses? No. In my mind, you've worn glasses. <laughs> I've never worn glasses. Huh. That's weird. We've seen each other a lot, too. Yeah. But I do. With a beard, the- you look a lot like Horatio Sands. It's weird. Now yeah, with the, but with the beard, I look like a lot of people. Okay. So you used to get Horatio Sands. Now, what I don't understand your annoyance is, is like, was it just reminding you that you were fat? One, you're calling Horatio Sands fat. You're pretty much calling him out. He's no longer fat. No, he isn't. He's he's lost a lot of weight. But is the is the argument that it would remind you you were fat? 
No, it was just like, you're not telling me I'm fat. You're trying to tell me I'm funny. But by doing that, you're telling me I'm also fat. Okay, but you are fat in this scenario. Yeah, but you don't need to point it out. They're not pointing. They're just saying, I like that person. You're like that person. That Dude, person's so this famous. is this is, I found an actual picture of the literal billboard that we're driving down. I'm driving down the West Side Highway one day in Manhattan. And the cab driver points up at a billboard. And this is a picture of the actual billboard I'm sending you. And says, oh, my God, you look like that guy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but, it, like, am I going to get in trouble if I tell you you do look like that guy? I, you, well, in the same way that Horatio – he looks like Horatio Sands with a beard. Like, in the same way that when you put a beard on a guy, you all start to look the same. I want to see. I want to see this. I just sent you the text. I'm excited. I won't have my noises on because I'm a professional. But I, it's the it's the storage guru. You've seen him up around Manhattan. Before. Okay. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like literally, I'm, I'm like a cab driver points him out. I go, you look like that guy. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't look like anything like him. We are just both round. Okay, but, uh, and I'm not even like, and I'm I'm a hundred pounds lighter than this guy. I mean, if you put your finger over the bottom of his nose and beard, I kind of. See it? Like your your same upper part? <laughs> Dude, wait. So here? <laughs> now, Chris Farley, I don't think I see. Right. I never looked like Chris Farley. I never in my life looked like Chris Farley. But when you Just get Marcus Mumford, you're like, yeah, that's great. Well, because I look like – if there's a celebrity that I say that I look like, it is it is Marcus Mumford. Bro, you look so much more. Like Horatio Sands. Like a little bit of Marcus Mumford. But mostly Horatio Sands. No way. I do not I do not look like Horatio Sands. Like, what I think is happening is I think you're having one of those moments, which I have frequently. Like, you know when you're like, yeah, my shit rules. I'm fucking awesome. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, ugh. Does that happen to you? Because that happens to me frequently. Oh, Absolutely. Like, I will be like, fuck yeah, I must be crushing it. And then I'll look in the mirror and just say, oh, God. And I think what's potentially happening here is you are like, I look like Mumfus, M- Marcus Mumford, but you're giving off more of a sense. I, I mean, on a bad day, sure. I probably give off more of, I can understand. I don't look like Horatio Sansa. I, just, I think it's just, funny that somebody would be like, hey, you look like this fat guy. And then you'd be like, you're just calling me fat. And, and, yes. and they'd, they'd have to be like, well, <laughs> like, it's, like your argument, your argument is not I'm not fat. It's it's just you were like, you're reminding me. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. But it's also, too, is that they're not trying to say that you're fat. They're trying. They're not trying to talk about your look. Don't you they're think my to... ankles do that enough? They're trying to talk about your personality, and it comes out as an insult. Like, they're trying to give you a compliment and tell you that they think you're a funny person, and it just comes out as a total, like, yeah, you're, you're, you're shit. Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, and then is it even more hurtful because you're like, God damn it, that's a fat guy that could probably get laid because he's on TV. Right. And I'm oh, just I a mean, normal like, fat guy. <laughs> Horatio, like... Uh, the the storage guru is the one that really I'm like, like the storage guru and uh, everyone has to go, is it storage is it Manhattan Manhattan mini, mini storage storage guru yeah <laughs> and and the thing is is it's when I like had lost a lot of weight like I wasn't even like a big guy I'll get James Corden I'll hear that you look like James Corden now do you consider him to be a fat guy he, he, James Corden and I are roughly I think the same body type Ryan. I'm looking at the now the Manhattan mini storage guy is a little oh bit fatter. God. He's like a lot fatter, okay? Like, but like in the we, he, if I photoshopped this head on our promo pictures, people would be like, "Oh, that's weird." Oh, come on! Like, 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 like <laughs> these, now when you see videos of him, it's not close. All right, right, right. But I mean, but yeah, I think I think like I'm not James Corden. I think is a very fair comparison. I think like him and I are about we're we're, we're sort of you know the I mean, same Jesus the same Christ. general body type, right? That mini story. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
now do we have to get the Manhattan mini storage guy on? No, I can't be like, hello, sir. Do you want to come on our show? We've Ryan spent fucking 20 minutes calling you fat. <laughs> Hold on. I got to look at like I got to I'm pulling up like the Manhattan mini storage guy and I'm pulling up a photo of you. And you see, I don't even I didn't even say Tony Romo. I didn't even go for the Tony Romo. Oh, dude. If yeah, don't don't let's not. That's like being like, you know, I kind of have a dick like Lexington Steel if you look from the right angle. Like, yes, a little bit. I mean, I know you said uh, Jessica Simpson couldn't even look at you. Yeah, Jessica but... Simpson couldn't look me in the eye. Like, couldn't, like, literally could not look at me because she thought I looked too much because gonna... I had the exact same smile as Tony. Rowe. I'm going to Photoshop Manhattan Mini Storage's guy face on a promo photo of ours. And I don't think there's that much difference, unfortunately. I think it's a beard. Maybe I'm getting distracted by the beard. I mean, I think you need to do, I think you need to, maybe there should be, maybe this should be a poll, a picture of me, Marcus Mumford, Manhattan Mini Storage, and Horatio Sands. I will definitely. (laughs) And who do I look the most like? You can't pick a specific photo of Marcus Mumford and be like, this is me. It's like, yeah, yeah, from that angle. If you go through pictures of Marcus Mumford, Mm-hmm. Like, like not everyone do I look like him, but there's like a good number of them that you go through and you're like, oh yeah, that one. Oh yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. like, like of anyone that that I of celebrities, he's the closest. Oh my god, I don't know, man. Manhattan mini storage guy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this really backfired on you, did it not? Yeah, I, no, I don't think it did at all. If anything, you're proving my point. What? That you're you're disappointed that I'm like, all right, I see it a little bit. The thing is, here's the thing. Saying I always feel like anytime you're like, hey, that person looks like that person, it's yeah. such like a I always feel like I'm putting myself out on a limb. Like the other person's gonna look at me and be like, Are you crazy? It doesn't look like Bob. You moron. Most of the times, yeah, they they that is what people say. You know what I've gotten? I've gotten my wife and I almost have a shorthand where I'll just look. I'll look at the person. I'll look at her and I'll be like Beck Bennett mixed with Kate, and she'll be like, "Whoa!" Like like we don't even. <laughs> well, we, lately you've been getting the celebrity comparison. Who have I gotten? Uh, uh, Kieran Culkin. Oh yeah, but that's more his mannerisms and the way he speaks. Right, but no, it's more. I don't. I I, I don't watch Succession, but it's more Roman. Everyone thinks that you're Roman. Yes. I am Roman Roy. I just say shitty things all the time in a way that is both cutting and fun. I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm you all do right. look. You can. You do like if 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 there were a movie about the Culkin brothers. Yeah. And they wanted to like, and you got cast. Nobody would say that's crazy. Yeah. And the fucked up thing is, even Macaulay couldn't get cast in that movie at this point. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Ah, he's probably super rich. Probably. What does it matter? Yeah. It, I always think it's really weird when one brother is, like, super famous and then the other brother has, like, a moment where they're now super famous and no one cares. Like, for example, like, the Dylan brothers. Right. Remember how, like, when Johnny Drama was famous, uh, like, on Entourage, all of a sudden was well, it Matt Kevin? Well, Matt was way more famous for a long time than Kevin. Yeah, and then Kevin Dylan was way hotter than Matt Dylan. And right now, I would say Kieran... Back in the Boy Meets World days, I would say Ben overtook Fred. I mean, I would definitely say in the Mighty Ducks days that Emilio was way more popular than Charlie. Yeah, but no one thinks of them as, like, I know they're brothers. But everyone thinks, I think people think of them as brothers. It's just everyone's forgot about Emilio. Yeah, but don't you think it's, well, Emilio, I mean, it was back in the Mighty Ducks series, but then it applauded because he won't get vaccinated to shoot <laughs> season two. Cool. Um, but, but. I think you need to have this la- the same last name for this to work, don't you? Well, they d- I, they do. Yeah, but not publicly. You're right, not publicly. No one's like Charlie Estevez. <laughs> I don't know if that's I don't know if that's his. I don't know what Charlie's real name is or not. It, I mean, Martin's real name is Estevez, I think. It is. Or I don't know if he, I don't know if he legally changed it at some point. Let's see. Yes, you're right. Ramon Antonio Gerardo Estevez, known professionally as Martin Sheen. Yeah. So really, what happened was I, Emilio I was like, was like, I'm going to go on my own, you could argue. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to be, which is very weird that he didn't want to be known as his, as, like, as his father's son, so he used his father's name. Carlos Irvin Estevez. That was, remember how Charlie Sheen, like, there was that moment, I guess, in, in 2011 where he was just kind of publicly losing his mind? Yeah. 
Tiger blood years. Yeah. That was weird. Those were weird well, times. He, he, he was on, the like, you forget how much money he was getting paid then. Yeah. He was making so much money for Two and a Half Men. Two he was the men. highest paid actor on television. And then he signed that deal to do, if I recall, Arrested Development that was like 100 episodes, and they paid him like $100 million. I don't remember that. Yeah, Charlie Sheen, not Arrested Development. It was called, uh, what the hell was the show he did? Anger Management. That's oh, okay. What it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like Anger Arrest. Management. He wasn't on Arrested Development. No, no. It, that was wrong. Charlie Sheen, um, Charlie Sheen is claiming he's owed 40. Yeah, see? They they gave him a, a huge contract. In 2013, they said that it, he could make between $75 million and $200 million, and it was like a gamble. But I guess they ended up canceling it. And then in 2016, he said there was $40 million missing. I'm getting screwed by anger management. <laughs> um. Oh, that was his fight. Was that the fight with Chuck Lorre? No, that was Two and a Half Men. Okay. Anger management was something he like kind of uh, he owned 30% of. So we've only talked about men. I think we should keep it e- equal. Has L passed Dakota? Ooh, that's a good question. Right. I would say yes. I would say certainly yes. Also, uh, wasn't there the a great? N- by the way, I got really disappointed because they kept throwing the great back up on my Hulu, like the main screen when you log on to Hulu, mm-hmm. and I thought that there was a second season, but they're just showing the first season. I'm trying to think of any other. There was a brief moment when Jamie Lynn Spears was having a moment. Yeah, uh, that was a very brief moment. Yeah, but it had. Oh, Ashley Simpson. She was more famous than Jessica for a little while. Yeah, when That's she was what married I'm saying. to Pete, she had the and her big SNL. The lip-syncing debacle? Uh-huh, uh-huh. To this day, one of the worst ways you could handle something, right? Didn't she just dance and leave? Wasn't I think it? so, yeah. It was It was embarrassing. That's not good. <laughs> it's very, very bad. We had about a minute left. Um, coming to the end of a very trying week for me. Just I get all fucked up when I go to the West Coast and then have to come home. And my daughter's not napping. And I appreciate y'all spending time with us and talking about moles and stadiums and whatever. All right, one more. So now now we've talked about same-sex siblings. But um, do you think uh, Shirley MacLaine is more famous than Warren Beatty? No. I don't even know what, she, what she's in. What? I, I don't know. Go home and watch Steel Magnolias tonight. I don't think that's the mood I'm in. I know enough about that to be like, that's probably not going to be great for old Zeets. Or it might be. It might be exactly the uplifting movie you need. Oh, will it? It's so uplifting? Yes. All right. It's not a sad. I mean, it's sad, but it's uplifting. Any thoughts before we get out of here? No, that's it. All right. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye.